Hello everyone and welcome back to this episode of the Campus News here on CFRC 101.9 FM, Queens' campus community radio station. My name is Samara and I am the Campus News Coordinator here at CFRC. This news show runs every Monday at 4 p.m. and we talk about all the most important issues, events, and initiatives on campus all from a student's perspective. I would like to first start off the show by acknowledging that this show is being filmed at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, which is situated on traditional Haudenosaunee and Anishinaabe territory. We came to occupy this land through a process called colonization, and this process isn't over. It is something um, that still affects many First Nations people across North America, so we here at CFRC acknowledge this history and stand in solidarity with Indigenous people. Today is Monday, January 20th. We are now going into our third week of second semester. It kind of feels like it's been longer than that, but um, we're going into week three. This um, uh, weekend was crazy in terms of weather. I hope everybody stayed safe. I know that it was super windy and super snowy um, and also crazy cold, so I hope nobody um, was too affected by that. Uh, I guess us in Kingston got pretty lucky. If you guys have heard in Newfoundland and the Maritimes, specifically Newfoundland, they were hit by a crazy storm getting up to 90 centimeters in snow. So um, I guess we got off uh, pretty lucky. But um, this was one of the biggest uh, snowfalls in a while. So I guess I'm sure a lot of people had to break out their shovel for the first time in a bit, which wasn't fun. But now um, it's really sunny today and we're starting off the week on a pretty good note. With that being said, I hope everybody's been having a great start to their semester and had a great weekend. And now let's get into some campus news. The Kingston Police Department has just closed its investigation into the racist and homophobic note that was discovered in Town Hall um, towards the beginning of first semester in October. Just for some background, um, a note a, a note was posted in the residence Town Hall in their common room. Um, this note outlined threats that were very racist and homophobic. It was targeted against Indigenous students and um, students that are part of the LGBTQ um, community. It made national news um, and drew a lot of attention. The note was so um, aggressive and violent that most news networks couldn't really put the entire note uh, out there, but it was circulated online. This note was found taped uh, to the door of a common room by a student and immediately sparked outrage, not just um, uh, in Queens and in Kingston, but across Canada. The police were immediately involved and did uh, start an investigation. However, the residence life manager recently shared that there were no uh, charges or arrests made in the investigation. At this point, we don't know how much um, the police found out through the investigation. We don't know if the per- if the note was posted by a student, uh, somebody that came outside and went into the residence building, but it was something that really shook uh, the Queen's community. 
Following the protests, there was a rally of solidarity that drew a crowd of, um, I think, over a thousand people, if I remember right. So it was one of the bigger incidents of racism that Queens has had in the last couple of years. Obviously, we know that Queens um, has had incidents like this before in the past, such as the costume party and um, the anti-Semitic graffiti that was found last year. But uh, this was one of the biggest things that happened this year, and really sparked a conversation on racism, homophobia, and specifically um, anti-Indigenous racism at Queen's. In the last three months, uh, there were no updates provided on the status of the investigation. While the university released statements after the fact of the event, um, letting us know that it was being investigated by the police, we haven't gotten any more updates from the Kingston Police. Following the closure of the investigation, Principal Patrick Dean has pledged to uh, try to get an update from the Kingston Police regarding this investigation, and this story is developing and will definitely be covered in the future on this show. Hopefully, we will be given an update soon, and uh, whoever was involved in this situation will hopefully be held accountable. Last week, the Queen's community was shaken by the uh, Ukrainian international flight that went down. Um, on that flight were many students from Canada specifically, lots of graduate students coming back after the break. Uh, one of those students was a Queen's student, unfortunately. Art size student Amir Morandi was killed along with 176 other people, 30, uh, 63 sorry, of them being Canadian. Last week, the Iranian Students Association hosted a vigil in honor of Amir and others that, um, were, that died in that flight. More than 300 people came, including Mirandi's friends, uh, family, and Principal Patrick Dean. Last Thursday, Queens announced that they will be setting up a fund for Iranian students in financial need. This will be a memorial fund to commemorate the lives of the victims of the crash. Queens joins a number of other Canadian universities who have done this, uh, U of T being one of them. They lost six students uh, to the crash. The University of Queens has committed to match uh, dollar-for-dollar funds raised up to 2500 Depending on how much they are able to raise, they hope that the Iranian Student Memorial Scholarship Fund will be able to continue on in future years. I've said this before, but I will say again, for anybody who needs emotional support in this time, I know that um, he was a member of the Queen's community and people knew him. There are counsellors that have been available, and I would like to offer my condolences to his friends and family and to anybody that might have lost someone they knew on that flight because it uh, it was very much populated by students. In other news, uh, philosophy prof Adele Mercier has reopened her human rights tribunal application against Queens. This has been a case that has been going on for a number of years. It originally was first filed in 2010, and another application was filed in 2014. It is on the grounds of gender-based discrimination within the philosophy department here at Queens.
The situation escalated when, in 2013, she was moved from her office in Watson Hall to another area that uh, is not where a philosophy professor should be. Uh, this um, unexplained move ignited a six-year legal battle, ending with her being awarded $25,000 for punitive damages and compensation for uh, distress. She has accused queens of using intimidation tactics to silence her and other professors who have come forward with complaints of gender discrimination. So now she has withdrawn her labor grievances to uh, open up the original Human Rights Tribunal case on the grounds of gender-based discrimination. This happened recently and this story is still developing. We will keep you in the loop as soon as there are updates. Now we are going to take a quick break. One big thing to talk about uh, that is very important to students is the um, election season. Uh, not the federal election, but student elections. January is such a busy time because it is the month that we elect the uh, representatives or the execs of our individual faculty societies like ASSIS, um, SGPS, Commerce Society and Society, but also the AMS president and vice presidents. These student leaders uh, not only manage a lot of money um, in terms of the budgets for different student societies, but they're also, uh, they play a big role in advocacy um, on student campus. They are representatives for all of us, so it's really important that you take the time to learn a bit more about your candidates. Uh, student governments really should be a great resource for students, so it's a great opportunity to get involved now and um, be able to have a say in how people campaign, ask candidates questions, because now's the time they want to hear from you. The Residence Society will be electing a president, vice president of judicial affairs, and vice president of residential affairs. They are currently in their campaign period. Uh, their all-candidates debate was last night, and their campaigning period will end tomorrow with voting taking place on Wednesday, January 22nd, and Thursday, January 23rd. So if you are a member of the Resident Society, you are able to vote for um, three members to be a part of next year's exec. For arts and science students, the Arts and Science Undergraduate Society um, has kicked off their campaign period today, actually, and it will be going on until January 27th, with voting taking place on January 28th and January 29th. So this is open to all um, arts and science students who, I believe, uh, paid their uh, ASSIS fees and are a member of the society. Amongst other elections, there is also uh, the election for rector, campaigning, the campaigning period for that opened today as well, and there will be the election for the next AMS executive, which um, is the student government that governs the whole school at large. Make sure to learn more about it so you can make some informed decisions, but most of all, uh, make sure to vote. 
I think that there's definitely a shortage of people that get involved in student government, but it is something that affects you guys in your daily life, whether you know it or not. And um, having a say in who you elect gives you the opportunity to vote for somebody that can actually really make a positive difference in your school life and in the greater Queen's community. So this is a great opportunity for some new ideas. If you have any issues that you want to talk about, definitely reach out, uh, find out who's running in your student government, and um, try to get involved. Now... Let's look at the most exciting different events and initiatives going on in the week of January 20th. The Ontario Public Interest Research Group Kingston and Queen's Backing Action on Climate Change are teaming up to host a movie and discussion night. It will be at AKA Autonomous Social Centre. It is January 23rd, so that is Thursday the 23rd, from 7 to 10, and they will be watching the documentary Okja, and uh, there will be a following discussion. So this is another event as part of Operg's Alt Frost Week, and you should definitely try to make it out. I heard that movie is incredible. The Politics Department Student Council is having a jersey raffle, they are selling tickets for $3, and the prize is an Austin Matthews jersey. So if you like hockey or you know anybody that likes hockey, this is a great opportunity to support this department student council uh, because this is a fundraiser and also win a pretty cool and pretty valuable um, Austin Matthews jersey. Tickets will be $3, and they will be selling them in the ARC um, this week on... Tuesday from 4 to 6, and Wednesday from 5.30 to 7.30. The Queen's Native Students Association will be having their general member meeting today from 6.30 to 7.30. It will be at Four Directions Indigenous Centre. ASSIS and the Grad Club are teaming up to host an alumni networking social. It will be on Thursday, January 23rd from 6 to 8 at the Grad Club. The Queen's Student Alumni Association will be hosting a Women of Influence panel. It will be on Tuesday, January 21st from 6.30 to 8.30 in Mitchell Hall. The Queen's International Affairs Association are hosting their winter annual general meeting. If you're interested, it will be on Wednesday the 22nd from 9 to 10. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Campus News here on CFRC 101.9 FM, your Queen's Campus community radio station. Every time you tune in, you support your campus radio station and you support student journalism, broadcast radio, and uh, just an incredible organization that gives so many opportunities to students on campus. If you have ever listened to this or you know, maybe you like to talk a lot, you have a particular passion, definitely learn more about CFRC because there are so many different opportunities to get involved and broadcast your voice and your ideas. It is one of the oldest, it is the oldest um, campus radio station in the world and has given hundreds on hundreds of students opportunities over um, the centuries. So, um Definitely check out our website at cfrc.ca if you want to learn more. You can look at our Instagram or Facebook. And particularly if you're interested in the news or you have 
um, a news story or a personal story or a student story that you would like to share, um, whether that is giving it to me or coming onto the air to talk about it yourself, uh, any initiatives that you're a part of or anything like that that you think other people might care about, definitely reach out to me at campusnews at cfrc.ca. That is my email. Um, once again, I'm Samarli Jem, the campus news coordinator here, and I would love to hear from you. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great week three. Um, stay warm and uh, take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences. 